Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. That's a great intro. Oh, what a great intro. All right. Yeah, no, we... We, I don't know if you've been paying attention, Pat, but we, we don't do the intro anymore because Ooh, we have very a pre-recorded intro now. So, yeah, getting fancy. So, uh, for our listeners, uh, Pat has been on yeah, run so. about a year ago, almost episode three or four or something about yeah. masculinity. Yeah. I think you were on episode three. Um, you and I, I still think that it was one of the the, all the people that like I want to get to listen to the uh, to the podcast, I'm like, you should listen to my masculinity episode. I feel like you'll be most entertained by me and my <laughs> friend talking about being in dresses uh, and, and and weird shit. So, um, but so today's topic is: is it a buzzkill to be a leftist or a lefty? And the reason that I came up with this when I texted you both yesterday is. Yesterday, I was about to leave work, and guy, a guy that uh, he's he's our biggest listener on this podcast. Um, he he was telling me that so he had he had been up, he had gotten to his hotel at four a.m., got to the office at like eight o'clock, and he was like, "I'm just going to go get some some fast food and go, you know, pass out in the hotel. Probably going to get Chick Fil A." And someone in the office said, <laughs> "Mike's favorite," and so I had to explain. I had to explain why I don't eat Chick-fil-A, or as a lot of people down here call it, <laughs> the Lord's chicken. Um, oh, I know. I that's know. not a joke. That, that is a, a legit nickname. So I explained it, and he was really uh, nice about it. I was like, you know, I said, it's not just that it's an anti-gay thing, but it's also that, like, they they helped promote legislation that, that makes, you know, being gay a death penalty offense in... I can't exactly. remember which country. Yeah, is it Uganda? Is it? I can never remember if it's Ghana or Uganda. But so we talked about that, and then he said he said something like, "Well, if you boycott them for that, there must be a yeah. whole bunch." And I'm like, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> and I said, my wife tells me I have to pick and choose. Uh, and Sarah told me about a year ago. She said, if you want to boycott another thing, you got to move something back off the boycott list because we just can't can't do it with everything and i and i was like i was like i know that everyone right now listening to me like in this in the office was like what a fucking wet noodle but it is what it is and it isn't easy and and the 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 big argument that my brother-in-law and other people have often said to me is is well everybody's unethical and you and, and it's like yeah but if you know about it, it like you, there's only so much you can do but you you what you can do is start with like I know this is shitty. I'm not going to participate in this. So what are, what are both of your thoughts? Well, I think, um, yeah, you're right. If you know, it's shitty, it's kind of a, it's a difficult proposition at that point. Like you, you're, you're kind of stuck at that point. You either make the choice to just ignore it or you make the choice to not use it. And I think that really does make you feel like a buzzkill just because you can't participate in what everyone else participates in. Like it's much easier to just turn off your brain at a certain point. But if you're, you know, 
a progressive and actually dedicated to that stuff, you can't really do that. Like I read um, something, I think I saw it on Twitter. So it's, you know, not exactly Must be uh, true. words of wisdom, but um, it's that, you know, being a leftist or being a progressive is coming to terms with the fact that every day you're wrong about something like, and you have to deal with the fact that you're wrong about something and say, okay, I was wrong about this yesterday. I'm going to be right about it today. And it would be so much more fun, so much easier to be a conservative and just be able to say like, oh, I heard I was wrong about something. I don't care, you know, and just move on with your life. Or but, just deny it ever was. Yeah. I always right. hated Bud Light. Right. Bud Light was never with my beer. Never. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. No, I agree with that. And um, I will say, uh, Matthew, you and I have had this conversation a few times, a few times, specifically Chick-fil-A. When we get to the when we get to boycotting stuff, there's a, a common thing that happens, and and I think it really fucks your side over when you're doing this, which is to just dismiss like what you were saying a second ago, Matthew, about like I never liked Bud Light, but like people do that with Chick Fil A, like it people you know Matthew and I listen to some podcasts with with people who say it's just a shitty chicken sandwich. And my thought is always, <laughs> no, it's a delicious chicken sandwich. It's I'm actually, I'm actually yeah. giving something up. If it was a shitty chicken sandwich, right. me giving it up would mean nothing. Like if me giving up something that I think is gross has no moral stakes to it. It's just like, oh yeah, like I, you know, nobody boycotts <laughs> Arby's. Like, well. <laughs> I actually feel bad about saying that because yeah. Arby's is better than most. Well, that's something think, I've but heard it's not great. about. Um, but you know, the you know my point. Thing, uh, why that boycott has worked is because it's a shitty beer that tastes like every other shitty beer. So you can turn to Miller Lite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. not going to go out and buy it another to make beer up that tastes the same. Yeah. Especially in fact, they donate more money to conservative causes than than. Liberal, like just because they right. get a marketing right. thing doesn't make them woke. They're right. just so it's not something you're going to take up as a cause, and it's yeah. easy for conservatives to, you know, just say, "Oh, I heard it was woke, and I'm not going to buy Bud Light. I'm going to buy Miller Light." That's a, you know, it's Bud Light's in an impossible position now because they don't have anything to offer anyone at that point. Right. Yeah, I mean, as a non-beer drinker, I can't, un- I can't identify <laughs> with anybody in this argument. <laughs> I uh, a few years ago, a friend of mine on social media posted, um, "If you don't watch women's sports, you're part of the problem." And I said, <laughs> "What if I don't watch any sports? Does, do I get out of the women's sports thing specifically?" And she was like, you're cool. I know that it's not a sexist thing. It's definitely a you don't like sports thing. But I I feel like that's part of, you know, for me, I I am lucky that, I mean, I, I, I'm ne- I was never going to drink Bud Light in order to own the conservatives. Uh, and I can't think of a product <laughs> that I would do that for. I genu- genuinely can't. Um, Whereas I feel like if, if they would do that, like they would drink or eat something shitty or partake in something that they don't love just to own the libs, which. I mean, they vote right. for people who hurt them. Rolling, yeah, and rolling coal and shit like that. We saw someone rolling so, coal a couple of weeks ago and Sarah was like, what the fuck is wrong with their truck? And I, and I had to explain to her, this was in Massachusetts, 
I'd explain to her what rolling coal was, and she's like, oh yes. my god, that's so fucking stupid. I'm like, yeah, it's literally biting off, yeah. or cutting off your nose to spite <laughs> your face. Like, so I don't mind buying from, I mean, I don't mind. I, I do buy from companies that are going to be conservative, going to be shitty companies and shitty yeah. ownership, because that's 99% of them. Yeah. I mean, I will go out of my way to support liberal companies that I know are liberal because they are, yeah. but the other ones are still there. The difference of a, like a Chick-fil-A is your money goes directly from like your hand to the cash register to anti-gay legislation. Like the yeah. money goes straight there. It's not just the owner happens to be conservative and maybe he is political, maybe he isn't. The money was going directly oh, yeah. to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and I I typically I think I think Chick Fil A is the one example of something where I didn't agree with their politics. Most of the stuff that I boycott is when you mentioned Walmart or whatever before, is because it's like oh yeah, like this is as close to slave labor as legal in yeah. in the United States. And 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 that when I get into arguments with people all the time about you know with Walmart specifically, and they're like, but it's so cheap. And like, first of all. Cheap is not does not equal good anymore. Like, you, like, I, I it drives me a little crazy when we see these um, people who shop at Walmart who make fun of the people of Walmart. It's like <laughs> you are a people of Walmart. You're seeing them. They're seeing you. Yeah. <laughs> the Walmart used to be like all made in America when Sam Walton was alive. They were proud of the quality of their inexpensive stuff. Yeah. And mostly the reason they were cheap is they were cheap the first five years they were somewhere. They drove everybody else out of business, and right. then they hiked their prices up, and they weren't really cheap anymore. Yeah. But it used to at least be good quality stuff they were killing towns with. Yeah. Now it's imported crap. Right. And, yeah, by, like, all accounts, Chick-fil-A is a wonderful place to work. You know, like, it's yeah. not a horrible, you know. But it's a completely, yeah, I feel the same way about going to Walmart, like, yeah, it's. Uh, I could see the appeal when I walk down the cereal aisle, and I'm like, oh, I could, you know, be saving this much money, but it's not worth it to me at that point to support something like that. And I also know that the reason that you know, like, those prices are kept, you know, artificially low to, you know, make me and people you know uh, well people probably in a social class that's a little lower than i am but like um they they to keep us from you know demanding more pay essentially like uh, we you know, i'm happy that you know i can go to mcdonald's and get a get lunch for ten dollars and not have to pay twenty dollars for it because i don't need you know i don't need to be paid that extra you know ten thousand dollars a year to afford it yeah yeah that's our rule on things like walmart is we go to walmart if it's like a door buster kind of sale where they're not making any profit on that item mm -hmm. you know like but we don't then fill up our cart with everything that they are making like they're not making money off us if we go in we're buying the one sale item we're there for and getting mm -hmm. yeah. and if we're in the shop in a place like that then it's like target yeah the hard thing is there aren't a lot of local stores that sell the things that big box stores sell anymore like it used to be you can go downtown and go to lots of private stores like yeah. i don't like I, when I lived in new york there were clothing stores everywhere that were just privately owned i, I don't know where to get clothing besides going to the outlet mall going right. to target or going to amazon like where else would i get clothes yeah. yeah you know regular 
day-to-day clothes, not a tux. And, and with Amazon, that there's, shit that, there's shit that I want to buy that I can't find anywhere else. Like, right. Like I, I've been, I've been reading the, um, the Batman new 52 trade paperbacks. I've been in the comic book stores. I can't fucking find it anywhere. Like every time I want to get the next, you know, the next, um, trade paperback, it's like, Amazon's my option. I can't get it at Barnes and Noble, which I know isn't great either, but like it's better than Amazon. Uh, it's funny how it used to be Barnes and Noble was the bad guy for putting small businesses out, yeah. and now Barnes and Noble is the hero who's holding against Amazon. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's like the it's like the little giant. Um, have, did either of you watch um, the the Good Place? Yeah, now nah, protesting that shit. I'm protesting it. Yeah. <laughs> There's. There, the devil, the devil's involved in that. Heard, <laughs> yeah. Uh, demons, not the devil. They don't. They specifically don't say heaven or hell at any point. I think it was to to not turn off religious viewers. But um, there's a, a a part towards the end, see last season. Spoiler alert, everybody. Uh, where it's a spoiler to talk about anything past the <laughs> next to last episode of the first season. Yeah, like saying anything about the rest of the show is spoiler. Well, this isn't really gonna spoil that surprise, but it will spoil like the so the end of the 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 last season. They're in this weird limbo space, and they're trying to figure out how to get uh, how to the even boy. out how who goes to heaven, who goes to hell, and and uh, because because the morality structure is you know, an old structure and it's no longer, no, no longer applies. And they're explaining how complicated morality is. And they're like, there's this chicken sandwich. And if you eat it, you're a bad person. And, <laughs> but it's and delicious. you hate people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, and the, I think in that, like even Martin Luther King had like, had been like bad and gone. Yeah, I don't remember, but like, they were like, yeah. nobody's well, I think if you, like you buy a rose, but what you didn't know was that person yeah. who sold you the rose was being mistreated by their boss. And the farm they got it from is using immigrant labor. And that person was, you know, and it's like this yeah. whole chain of horrible things because you bought a rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware that I'm assuming, Pat, you're on an apple. I'm calling on an apple. Yep. I know Matthew's not. Like, there's a because problem. Matthew fucking hates apple. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like things built by 12-year-olds. Yeah. You guys who, you, those of you who love slave labor. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, yeah. Proud of it. It's, it's, you got to kind it, it sucks because it really feels like, if you don't want to live literally like Amish people, you have to kind of pick and choose your morality a little bit. What, what I try to do is, is minimalize it. So like, you know, I'm not, I have had this phone for, for two years and um, you know, like it's, it, it's, try, I'm trying to, I mean, and that also environmentally trying not to go through shit as quickly, but yeah. But it's hard. So my son. Yeah. My son bought a Tesla recently, and he goes, and he goes, there, there, he goes, one of the, you know, he wants to be energy conscious, so it was useful, but he's like, he didn't want to want to buy something from Elon Musk, but he goes, it's made in America, so it's got like a $7,000 tax credit, so the equivalent car from Hyundai that he was looking at was $8,000 more, because I, I don't have $8,000 extra to make a point. So I think his real thing was, you go online, you click what you want, and you hit purchase, and there's no haggling and negotiating and that stresses him out so i think that's the real reason he bought it because the sales model makes up for the evil that you're doing by giving elon money yeah 
But I well, heard they're suing him because of how bad he's treating the company because he's focused on Twitter. And I'm like, I so hope they get him out of the company that I can think about buying a Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> it's also like, I feel like you can give Elon money and not feel as bad because you know he's going to blow it. Like, <laughs> like he's, no, he's not... He's not actively using the money to do his horrible things. He's just doing right. his horrible things right. like who he is. It's not yeah. like like Chick-fil-A Cafe who was taking the money and putting it places. Yeah, like right. I would have much less difficult time giving my money to Elon than giving it to Chick-fil-A. Even though like Elon is his own set of problems. I'm not defending him, yeah. but but like you know, he would be a problem with just a normal amount of billions, not, you know, I don't know if he's the richest man in the world today or not. It it fluctuates so much, and yeah, he's been he's been losing so much value. It, yeah. it, he, he may he may bump himself out. Yeah, I would love to see the richest man in the world be so fucking bad with money and decisions that he's no I longer even are. a billionaire. That would be oh. that like that would just be incredible. Like that would be I just something we would be Elon's... people will be reading about in 3 or 400 years if if the humanity still exists <laughs> it'll be like it'll be like you know the fall of rome kind of like yeah. like mythology i i really want to see him actually climb into the ring with zuckerberg oh, yeah. i have no love for zuckerberg but zuckerberg really can fight jujitsu it's yeah. not a joke <laughs> and he can lick his own eyeballs so like i feel like the lizard strength will help and i'm not a li- i'm not a lizard conspiracy theorist i'm not getting into that i'm just but if anyone's a lizard they, person it's mark zuckerberg i mean come yeah. on like his name is zuckerberg yeah. do you guys think he's a lizard <laughs> your your anti-semitism is so obvious it's i think it's the red eyes and although i should tricky b tricky b how do you do this to me tricky b tricky b he's a tricky bitch um I yeah, it's it is tough. It is also tough. Like when I was at talking about the Chick Fil A thing, they were like, everyone was asking, and I was like, well, what does Sarah and Logan do if they want Chick Fil A? I'm like, they go get Chick Fil A. I'm like, they. I'm like, Sarah, 100 percent doesn't support the causes. <laughs> I was like, she she just want you know, she's not going to listen to Logan and Logan. Every once in a while, he'll be like, can we go get Chick Fil A? And I'm like, no, nah, you can ask mom. If she wants to take you to Chick-fil-A. And he's like, why don't you go to Chick-fil-A? I'm like, because they hate gay people. And he's like, what? And Why does that make sense that that chicken sandwich company? And I'm like, it doesn't make sense, but it's true. Well, the company, it's not the company. It's the owner. Of the yeah. Company. It's the particular person. And they've, and they've definitely like lied about it. Like, oh, we got better. We didn't do that. But Numerous times. Yeah. And the thing is, we won't shop at Publix. And thank God Wegmans opened here because we love Wegmans. But Publix was our grocery store. But then after the shooting in Parkland, Florida, they very publicly gave tons of money to the NRA-backed local candidates who wouldn't do anything about it. And when the, the students went and did a die-in you know, in the place, like laying on the floor to protest, they just called the cops and said, get them out of here. Like they had no sympathy at all. And then we also found out they, their health insurance doesn't cover PrEP, the, uh, the uh, HIV preventative medicine that stops you from getting hiv they, they don't cover that because you know they don't believe in not getting hiv they're like oh, i can't spend money there anymore even though they had the cheapest price on items that like that as a jew i really want there's jewish things that because they're out of florida they carry items the north carolina based grocery stores don't carry or they carry at three times the price because it's a specialty yeah mm-hmm. 
I didn't know any of that about public. So I think for the rest of this episode, we need to make a pact, the three of us, that we're not going to mention anything that will make another one, that makes us, go. one of us have to stop going somewhere. <laughs> I, I can't keep adding to the list. Actually, Sarah doesn't like publics anyway, because she doesn't, they're kind of pricey and, and, uh, I don't know. They they have good meal pre- like prepped meals that you just throw in the oven. But otherwise, I don't give a shit about their food. So we do, we do Wegmans or Harris Teeter. So yeah, I did. I w- I was bitching about Chick Fil A a couple weeks ago, and a person at work uh, who I don't think likes me very much um, overheard me talking about the Chick Fil A thing, and then later I said something about, "Oh, you guys should get Ibotta because I save money by going on Ibotta." You can scan your receipt, and if you bought anything that you like that's on their website or whatever, you get like a dollar back or whatever. And it's like a good way of like saving a little bit of money. And she like heard me, and she's like, "Oh, you support Ibotta? It's owned by the Koch brothers. They're getting all your information." I'm like, Fuck. It's <laughs> yep. a good one. You win. okay? I'm off it. <laughs> Cancel my account. So now nah, I was just I don't know. I'm just gonna buy like weirder shit to fuck up their numbers since they're they're that's what I do when I know someone's tracking me, I purposely fuck up the algorithm. So like, oh, you wanna you wanna throw some ads at me to see what I'm gonna go look at for for in your ads? Okay, I'll look at your fifty thousand dollar watches that I'm <laughs> literally never gonna buy even if I had the money. I do it all the time. If I see uh, partly because I think it's cool to look at shit I'm not gonna buy, but partly because I know that it it fucks with the algorithm. So my algorithm is always messed up because I work in advertising, so I'm constantly like googling or looking up to uh, you know Instagram accounts for brands that I have nothing. That usually has something to do with retirement or you know. Uh, right now, I work with a steel company, so I've been looking up a lot of um, you know like plumbing pipe and stuff like that. So I kind of do the same thing accidentally, just mess up the algorithm for and i get a lot of random ads that i'll never purchase do you ever mess uh, up your porn yeah, algorithm on purpose? Ad, let's say the ads that i get are for that same reason too if you ever see my ad feed, <laughs> it's because I, yeah. you get to see some of the shit that i cut out every week <laughs> <laughs> You mean the conversations that are like 90 percent of what we have with each other otherwise yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> Anything I say that's funny cuts out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, if you became a pat- patron, Matthew, I would maybe you would get to hear some of your best jokes. So, yeah, I'd have to listen to the show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you better fucking download every single episode. It's on auto download. Good. Pat, you better be downloading. Even if you're not listening, you need to be downloading because if we hit a thousand downloads a month, we can start monetizing. So, all right. I'm subscribing right now. Good. I want to see these numbers rising. We were at That's like 150 a month for a little bit, and then it like really crapped out. Um, People listen. I think it's just that we. Oh no! I thought it was Patreon for a second, but it was Reddit telling me because I'm on a Patreon board on Reddit. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what's more exhausting: trying to to stick to all these like good. Uh, business practices and support good people, or trying to promote a podcast. I'm not not sure which one's more exhausting. <laughs> I'm on Threads. I'm on Reddit. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. Ugh. It's funny. I promoted uh, my organization's picnic this weekend on Threads, and someone who hasn't come to something in five years saw it on Threads and came to the picnic. Wow! So Threads. 
that's like of all of all places to pay off. Right. <laughs> Threads is the one thing that I've been like like that I added for this podcast that I've been enjoying uh, because. I never got onto Twitter that much, but Twitter always seemed like so chaotic and, you know, and there's no, so far there's no like trending topics. It's, it's kind of an echo chamber and I said, okay, I get the problem there, but I'm like every social media I use differently to promote. So this, so like Instagram, I know my family and friends are seeing it. So it's like one version, but then threads, it's like all atheists and i'm like okay i know this isn't specifically an atheist podcast but we are going full atheism on, on this <laughs> you talk about atheism I'm, i quit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we also got you know instagram we got our main french listener pat and i have a great super troopers one story i don't know if you remember pat but was that um yeah we we tried to to go into that at one movie yep. theater uh, so we there was two away movie... because we were 16 at the time. I was, I was I was 17. You and a couple other people were 16, and we were trying to go. And there was a movie theater across the street, and we were like, "Well, we know that they don't t- they don't check IDs, but they weren't playing Super Troopers." So we're like, "We'll go see a rated R movie over across the street." So we had planned on seeing Super Troopers, and we ended up seeing Monsters Ball <laughs> with Halle Berry, <laughs> and it was fucking yeah. weird <laughs> and when we saw I, super troopers later there was like absolutely oh yeah. nothing that a 16 year old should not see it's not no, like it's not it's not sexual Bob, it's not yeah, violence there's some like just it, just drug humor we right. yeah. drug humor and monsters ball swearing. is like close to pornography yes <laughs> <laughs> i had a when i was like 13 or 14 i went to see um orca in local movie theater and and Orca's fine. I mean, it's a little, I mean, it was probably PG at the time. They didn't have PG-13 at that point because I'm old. So it was, you know, it was scary. It was a little gruesome, but it was cool. I mean, I don't remember who I saw it with, but one of my buddies. And then it was a double feature, and we didn't know it was a double feature. And the next movie was Lifeguard, which was an R-rated movie with Sam Elliott. And it starts with him as a, like an older lifeguard having sex with like a 16-year-old beach girl <laughs> who's running, like, running around naked in his apartment. And we're like sinking down in our seats like we're not supposed to be here this isn't we're gonna get in trouble but we weren't leaving either <laughs> i haven't heard of either of the movies you just said i was i'm i imdbing right now um you ever heard of orca yeah i don't know it's, it's a, like the most famous jaws ripoff that's i was gonna as soon as i pulled it up i was like oh it's a jaws ripoff with the guy from cuckoo's nest but mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's, it was good though it was a good movie it, it, was, good? It, was, it was a good movie. yeah yeah it was better than any of the jaws sequels it wasn't as good as jaws but it was better than three and four by a long shot yeah at least as good as two that's not hard though but, like the opening scene is a, a great white shark attacking someone and then an orca comes from underneath it and just blows it to pieces it's, <laughs> it's just to set up that yeah you thought jaws was bad this is an orca yeah. <laughs> when i was in my early 20s i went to see grindhouse and it was the full grindhouse experience uh yeah, so it was both movies plus all the trailers and all that shit in the middle and it there was a guy at the door checking ids at like the door to the theater not like the main building door and and you it was rated r though it wasn't nc17 so if you had parents you could still get in and this woman went in with like her two like 12 year olds and they sat next to me and I was like, lady, I don't know what you think you're here for, but you should not be here. Like, this is a Tarantino movie 
and a Robert Rodriguez movie, and they were checking ID <laughs> at the door. You should not be here with two 12-year-olds. And I sat there, and there's, I mean, neither movies, they're, they're both pretty gory. There's not that much sex, but the trailers had sex. The trailers in the middle, I remember the, is it Thanksgiving? And the girl mm-hmm. does a split on the trampoline as the scissors go up through the thing into her. And I was just like... <laughs> I'm, I just feel out of my peripheral these two 12-year-old boys being like, ah, and the mom being like, oh my god, what did I do? Just absolutely atrocious. That's like when my mom took me to see uh, South Park the uh, bigger, longer, uncut. Nice. And yeah, she she was very angry with me after that. Yeah, I, a similar thing, I uh, was with a buddy, went up to his house, his summer house, like a out the mountain. That was Saugerties, New York. So it was right near where Woodstock is. It was like the next town over from Woodstock. Nice. And um, but nothing ever happens there if there's not a Woodstock concert. It's just been going nowhere. And we went to the movies, and it was a John Travolta movie, Blowout. Yes. And Howard's dad was a captain in the New York City Police Force, and they were the most straight laced like parents, as opposed to my parents who just you know my my mom would come home drunk all the time from like bar mitzvahs and weddings, stuff, like cursing up a storm. My dad cursed all the time in front of my friends. Howard's family was like totally straight. And the opening sequence of Blowout is the B movie that John Travolta is working on. And it's a college kitty movie. that's just all <laughs> naked women and you know, having sex, like someone spying on them through the window. And Howard was so embarrassed. He was like <laughs> going to die sitting next to his parents watching that in the theater. And we were like high school. So it wasn't that we hadn't seen all that stuff in movies before, right, yeah. but not sitting next to his parents. <laughs> Logan, Logan asked me last night if we could watch the Creed movies. And I was like, I've seen the first one. I think you can watch the first one. I said, I started watching the second one, and, and it was good. And I think you can probably watch it, except there's one scene we have to skip. And he goes, why? I've seen violence. I know, like, I'm not going to be upset if somebody's beating somebody up. And I'm like, no, it's not violence. There's just kissing. He's like, I've seen kissing. And I'm like, and I'm like it, is, it was enough. And I'm trying not to tell him it's a sex scene, because he doesn't know what sex is yet. And I'm like. It, the kissing was so intense that when I watched the scene with Grandpa, when we were just watching Creed, I I, I got up and made myself a drink so that I didn't have to watch like this intense sex scene. But I'm just telling Logan the PG version of that, and he's like, "Why did you give a shit about watching two people kiss?" And I'm like, "I'm like they were it was hard like it was as hardcore as a PG thirteen movie is probably gonna get." So when Jacob was probably thirteen or fourteen, we went to um. King's Dominion together for a daddy Sunday. And I was letting him pick CDs out of a CD box. Cause back then you didn't have a flash drive. You had CDs and he, uh, my son's 25 now. So he, uh, pulled out the Rocky Horror picture. Show soundtrack and like two or three songs in, he pauses it and he goes, dad, is this like a movie or something? It seems like it's telling a story. And I was like, yeah, it a hundred percent is. It's the soundtrack to a movie and it's just telling the story. So by the end of the CD, he loves it. He's like, can we watch the movie when we get home? I'm like, well, it's a little grown up. And he goes, I think I can do it. And I said, okay, we'll watch it. Watch it together. If you have any questions, you have to ask me. So we're watching Rocky Horror Picture Show that has some small nudity in it. It has cross-dressing. Um, Columbia's boobs are popping out of her bustier wow. at, at one point. So you look confused. But it's time where her, her, her I've seen it once. I don't. I remember. Yeah. I don't... Like it's not a big nude scene. It's a little bit. Yeah. But there's clear sex scenes where, you know, Frank and Frederick is sneaking into everyone else's bed and having sex with them. You know, it's clear that kind of what's going on. And I keep looking over at Jacob and he's deadpan watching. No questions, no questions. Gets to the end of the movie where 
they stumble into the auditorium and he looks behind him and suddenly all the seats are full with everyone he knows. And Jacob goes, can you pause it? Don't pause it. And he goes, where do all those people come from? And I was like, oh, he's going crazy. He's imagining it. Like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> and like the one question he had through the whole thing is where do people come from? Had no problem with the sex scenes. Nice. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he wanted to be a serial killer. I should tell you that, Tricky D. He's in prison. <laughs> well, it's not Why as bad as to be my, my kid. As long as he didn't become one, that's all that matters. Yeah. His kid's a serial killer, but my kid's a Republican, so. <laughs> a little worse. Yeah, his kid won't talk to mine because my kid married an, uh, an Arab. So Actually, my kid won't talk, talk to, to anybody in your family because you're a bunch of Jews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a Jew who married an Arab. Yeah. <laughs> Double up. My wife isn't a Jew. Oh. She's a male order bride. Come on. I don't. I don't know that uh, little blonde-haired, blue-eyed Republicans like Indians a whole lot better than they like Jews. We. <laughs> 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 Uh, this part and my, my kids and my kids are technically Hindus. <laughs> I'm glad we have uh, haven't come up with any more shit that I got a boycott other than Publix, which Publix isn't going to be that difficult for me to boycott. Um, and Bud Light, yeah, I because it sucks. I I don't it, it it it's weird when it comes into play socially, like the idea of like so. I've had Chick-fil-A because they get it for catering and shit. And I'm like, not going to not eat it when it comes at work because like then you're, and, and I told that story when I was explaining the whole thing the other day that we got catering two years ago when I first started at the job for, that was from Chick-fil-A. And I was texting Sarah cause I knew Chick-fil-A was coming and Sarah was like, fucking eat the chicken. Like just eat the chicken and don't say anything. Like, and I was like, but I don't want to eat it. And she's like, She's like, are you going to get another lunch? Because you cannot eat it and not eat anything. That's fine. What you can't do is go get something else. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh. So. Well, yeah, at a certain point, I like, was... if it's someone's already purchased something, you know, like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, but that? you're giving to the demand of, oh, everyone liked it when we got it last time. Yeah, that's get true, again. I guess. But... I did I did vote. I said, this is fine, but I don't really want to do this again when it came up. Mm-hmm. And so I was teaching an improv class at a local university. And this one student comes in eating with like a bag of Chick-fil-A sandwiches, like a bag of sandwiches. And I'm like, what, what's up with that? And she's like, oh, they were, you had some event and they were giving them away because it's enemy. So I grabbed a bunch. I'm like, I didn't even think you would eat, eat that. She says, why not? And I'm like, because they're homophobic. She's like, what are you talking about? And I put my phone, I pull up an article and give it to her. And she's a lesbian. And she looks at it, she goes, well, fuck, why'd you have to tell me before I ate it? <laughs> Anyone want these? <laughs> Had them in her hand and she couldn't. And I said, it's okay to eat it, I guess, if you got it free. You know, and they were giving it away to get rid of it because it was too much. Like They already got the message that it was too much. I want to um, yeah. I want to make a chick, chicken restaurant, really good chicken restaurant. And we sell, all of our chicken comes in bags. And it's, go eat a bag of chicks. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Is there anything that you guys think even lefties go too far on? I say lefty. Uh, I, think, I know because well, cause I'm not because I know that not everyone considers themselves pro- progressive, and, and right, I just right. kind of there's lots of different yeah. terms. Yeah. For it. Yeah. I feel like it's a catch-all now. I think um, I think the thing is is if you're kind of actively trying to 
kill a buzz. Like, I think, like, Mike, what you've talked about with Chick-fil-A, you are not really, you're you're open and honest about why you don't eat Chick-fil-A. You live in the South, so it comes up a lot. It's not like you're, you know, yeah. but you're not really going out of your way. You're not standing outside Chick-fil-A and being like, you shouldn't be here because this, you know, and to a certain extent, you know, protesting would be fine, but I'm just saying like, it's like, yeah. If you're just kind of doing it to ruin someone's day or, you know, um, make yourself seem smarter than someone else, that's when I think it becomes something that you're You're virtue signaling by doing it. Right. You don't really feel it. You just want to virtue signal. So if somebody were going too far, but it's it's just doing something for to stroke your own ego, and that in that case, you're not really doing anything to help anyone. You're just so, kind of. So you're saying if somebody there. were to pick the topic of a podcast solely so that they could brag about the fact that they don't eat Chick Fil A, that would be <laughs> that would be the line. So, so I have a slightly different answer. I would say a hundred percent yes. Some people go too far, but I'd say that's a, a an answer I can't help but give unless I was the furthest left person on the planet yeah. who was protesting more than else anyone else. The fact that anyone. Has anyone they would anything they would protest that I'm not protesting means by definition I think they've gone too far or I would yeah. be protesting it too. Yeah, technically. I don't think there's any problem with them going that far. Like it's fine that like 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 being a vegan. I get that it's ethically superior to me, and I don't think anything bad about people who are being vegan. I'm just not that good of a person, so I'm not going that far. Right. It's further than I'll go. So in that regard, people go further than I am willing to go on a daily basis because they're better than me, not because they're wrong. That makes sense. I also think um, there's something where people, I, I notice this a lot with um, specifically climate change. It's something where people decide that um, we're screwed and it's, you know, it's over, we're, we're done for. And to a certain extent, I agree with that. Like I, I haven't, you know, we've had, you know, over 50 years of trying to fix this thing and it's well talking about trying to fix right it. exactly and it's gone really nowhere um so i'm not uh really optimistic about the future uh, but at a certain point um it turns from i'm going i am so i i'm not optimistic about it to i can just give up I can, yeah. you know, I am so over this, you know, because I'm resigned to it. Um, so I can just give up and not try for the future and not, you know, try to make. I think uh, there's something that um, I think there's a poet, Seamus Haney, said that, like, the difference between optimism and hope is that optimism is something like, oh, I just, you know, I think it's going to be better tomorrow. And hope is going out and making it better tomorrow. And I think once you run out of optimism, hope is your really only option. So you have to kind of go out and actually work for it. Yeah. Did, makes- didn't Nietzsche say hope is like the most evil thing because it prolongs your torture? Yeah. Dueling. Uh, <laughs> dueling <laughs> <opinions>. <laughs> yeah. But I think like the old thing of like, I think that was the like, dark. Don't be <laughs> it could be one of the other. The Nietzsche or Batman. I think. <laughs> But um, if there's like the thing where like you don't want to be on a plane where the mechanic was an optimist because he probably figured ah the plane will be fine and right. didn't double check anything. 
<laughs> and you don't want to be in a play where there's a pessimist mechanic because he figured there's nothing I can do to fix it, so why check anything? Right. You want the realist who's actually going to do something about it and make sure yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And 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 I think that that kind of plays into the same thing where I said, you know, like, ultimately, I can help what I know. You know, like, that's me trying to not be defeatist mm-hmm. about it and trying to just control what I can control as best as possible. Obviously, like, in order to be really, truly ethical, you'd have to live, like, almost like an Amish life. And then... Like me. Huh? But not the answer like me yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of like an Amish life, but then on the same same thing, then you get like, oh well, I don't use uh, I don't use a septic tank because I'm Amish, and then I'm killing people with my my dirty groundwater. Yeah. yeah, and so like there there, simple life can't make it that can't do that for you, and it, there's just no way to completely be ethical. But that doesn't give us the right to stop trying is how i look at it yeah. right but, exactly. I, mean, I, I think it goes to what tricky b said earlier and it's similar to what we said in the um minding your change episode when we talked about change being willing to change your mind you know i said like my my thought process is i want to be less wrong tomorrow than i am today yeah, like exactly. i don't want to prove that i'm already right i want to find out if i was wrong so yeah. wrong you know you can always be more ethical than you are and the goal is to keep being more ethical being as ethical as you can be within the, the restraints of the, the world you live in and you know being better than you could be is a win yeah nice i think that's a i think that's a good point to wrap up on um i don't know how long this episode's actually going to be for the listeners well, who are not yeah. on Patre- <laughs> patreon but my i can well, smell you dinner go on a whole, <laughs> you went on the whole rant about you know you and sex toys and <laughs> bow weevils and just infections. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, I think you're probably going to delete that out for the patrons too. Yeah, it's true. And you guys, it's going to be a great episode about going to different movies than you expected to. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll leave a bunch of shit in there that will just make us all go, oh. <laughs> um, Pat, you got anything you want to shout out or mention? I will say, okay, um, one real quick side thing before you say anything. Your first time, so my one listener that I mentioned that it listens all the time, he started listening right away. He came in, like, the day after your episode went up, and he was like, he's a pro-life guy. And so you had said, uh, donate to your local abortion, abortion fund or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll go with the same thing though, and you know, see if uh, maybe I'll be hopeful, and maybe he'll actually donate this time. So donate to your local abortion fund wherever you live. Nice, Matthew. You got anything you want to shout out? Yeah, I'm gonna be less altruistic. Um, <laughs> we were talking about Chick Fil A, and I did a video like back in 2020, probably on. Hey, don't go to Chick-fil-A. Here's how to make a Chick-fil-A tasting sandwich at home um, I've done that. in the yep. character of CK, my, my, my cooking show. So I made a tiny URL while we were chatting so people could get to it quickly. If you go to tinyurl.com slash capital CK, lowercase chicken, tinyurl.com slash CK chicken, you'll go right to that episode of CK's Kitchen Channel 
and watch uh, my alter ego make a replacement for the chicken uh, Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's all the flavor, none of the hate. Yeah, and I will link that in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, since this episode was just kind of shitting on Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> since CK did a whole episode about it himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't shy away from MSG. It makes makes all the difference. Nice. Um, I will just say to our listeners, to our <laughs> listeners, this is the point where we ask you for money and support. We'll start off with saying support, but uh, but the point is, is this gets cut for anybody who's a, a, a patron. Patron, um, but if you wanted to support us, you could like, subscribe, share. However you however you support uh, podcasts, whether it's on YouTube. Uh, Apple, Spotify, just give, you know, they all have different thumbs ups or whatever. Just like us, give us a good review. Or if you're going to give us a bad review, give us an interesting bad review. Um, tell two friends. Tell us that the guy kept telling you to donate to abortion funds and that that is your problem. <laughs> uh, the other guy said eat chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So just, uh, you know, give us, give us any kind of, any kind of attention that you can, that would be helpful. And then this we're attention whores. Yes, we are. <laughs> and if if you have uh if you have the desire to help in a in a monetary sense, uh you can go to patreon.com backslash talking about the big stuff. It's three dollars a month. It gets uh it just helps us to improve the sound quality and um and, and get this podcast a little bit better for you, our listeners. Um but what you get for that is you get an um uncensored version of the podcast where we will take all this crap out as far as uh the you know the begging for money and we and we also you'll get the podcast four days early so and we have a goal we're gonna we maybe we should set up a patreon goal soon where we will start doing uncensored video versions because we the we only have the censored video We'll do uncensored video versions once we hit. What did we say, Matthew? Was it seventy-five? Yeah. Um, <laughs> once we hit seventy-five patrons, we'll start doing the uncensored video version. So, all right. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, and don't forget, you need to be boycotting the big stuff. <laughs> Thanks, guys.